Welcome, welcome to another fantastic episode of My Orgasmic Life podcast. And we have chapter number seven of our Becoming a Better Lover series. Woo! I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess with the mostess. I'm a holistic sexual wellness specialist for anybody who doesn't know who I am and what I do in the world. Um, so hopefully you've watched uh, the first six chapters. <laughs> or listen to the first six chapters, or read the first six chapters of Becoming a Better Lover, Becoming a Better Lover, Being Better in Bed, Being a Rock Star in Between the Sheets. All right, having better sex. So we're going to talk about chapter number seven is about mapping your lover's body. All right, you ready? Here we go. Woohoo, adventure, next adventure. What is mapping? When I say mapping, what does that mean? Okay, so if you want to look at every time you have a sexual experience with current lover or new lover, your lover's body is in a different space. What it's going to turn it on, what's going to turn it off, what kind of sex it desires, how much, how much pressure it wants, does it want slow and soft, hard and rough, uh, does the body crave just oral? Does the body crave interpenetration? Does it, like, what is the body craving? What is your lover's body wanting and desiring on a deep, deep level? And I'm going to, I'm saying this and it's really, really, really important. Okay. Your bo your lover's body is different every time. I know you're like, what Gaia? So if you think you have moves, <laughs> and you have that move that you always use, it's time to throw that move out. It may come in handy if your lover happens to be in that headspace. But if your lover's body is not wanting that move, that move is going to be a waste of time and energy. So the point of mapping your lover's body each and every time is so that you understand what your body, what your lover wants what your lover demands, what your lover craves, what your lover desires. And that's the key to being an epic lover is knowing and being able to read your, your lover's body. Okay? So we're going to talk about that. There's two different types of body mapping. There's the mini map, <laughs> and then there's the full body map. So the mini map would be like you're uh, low on time and uh, you're your lover and you are like, okay, let's just get in, get out, don't mess my hairdo, but you kind of still want to know like what's going on with the body. You may not awaken the whole body. You may just stay at the, you know, in the spots, you know, like the genitals and the, the breasts and the, you know, the go-to erogenous zones for uh, most people. Okay. The full body mapping is where you wake up the whole entire body. You tease in a lot and become the, and I'll talk about teasing in a second. Mm, teasing. <laughs> teasing until they beg you to please them. <laughs> um, so the full body is about basically waking up and awaking all the erogenous zones in the body, all the spots in the body that can have potential pleasure and orgasmic release. Um, so that's what the full body is. 
full body mapping versus the mini map. So why would you wanna do this mapping thing? Well, obviously beyond the fact that guy tells you to. <laughs> It's so that you can truly understand where your, where your lover's body's at. And this is where you get to start taking in, it's not just in that moment, but you're gathering data so that you can continue to build your sexual skill sets. Um, there's this concept of, you know, you're a good lover or you're a bad lover. And, um, the reality is to be a good lover is being able to adapt to what your lover wants in that moment. And being a bad lover is that you have your own agenda of what you think your lover wants, or you have some moves that you always go to and you don't adapt to what your body, your lover's body or lovers, depending if you're an orgy situation. Um, I don't want to assume that it's just two people ever. <laughs> don't want anybody to feel left out. Um, so that you really want to know where that person is and being able to adapt to what they're craving. So it's not just about what you're craving, but it's about what they're craving and giving them the pleasure that they desire. Now, I often talk about giving your lovers the pleasure that they desire. And the beautiful thing is that being, and I'll go into this in some other chapters, but being a good lover is about when you care and desire and, and want to please your partner at the most optimum pleasure possibilities and orgasmic releases, you also then choose partners that also want to do that for you. So instead of moving into a sexual, se a sexual uh, situation from this place of me, 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 I want, I want, I want, it's like this beautiful exchange of what would you like? And your partner will be like, well, what do you like? Um, or there's, what would you like? And then there's giving up that information. This is what I desire. Okay. So it's about the give and take in those sexual situations. Not one person's always receiving and the other person's always doing. Even in the dynamics that you may have as we drop into some kinkier things, um, that needs to be negotiated what that's going to look like. Okay. And when we get into, you know, I'll do a whole series about BDSM and kink, and then we'll dive into that a little bit different. But for the average, you know, you're just getting on your sex on um, without too many, like, you know, swinging from the chandeliers, kinky sack stuff. Um, you want to, you want it to be a give and take, give and take, give and take concept. Okay. All right, so why do we want to map our lovers' bodies? Is because one, it helps us gain data constantly. So we're starting to understand their nonverbal cues. We talked a lot about in communication. You're starting to get what your lovers in that moment's body language is saying to you. And you're collecting that data, you're collecting that data, you're collecting that data. All right, the more data you have, the more you can add that to your skill sales and your repertoire of making your lovers scream your name and, you know, pass out because they're having too much fun. <laughs> the second reason why you want to map your lover's body is because it 
also awakens the whole body. So often we're moving through our days being kind of pretty disconnected from our bodies. And when we drop into sexy time, it's like, unless we're going to like the major pieces like our genitals or our major erogenous zones, like our breasts, our nipples, or, you know, our necks, you know, these are kind of like the, you know, and the genitals, those are kind of like our major ones. Um, often we have all these orgasmic possibilities and pleasure possibilities that exist in our elbow and, and, and at the tip of our nose and our knees and the back of our knees and our feet and our hands. And there's these wonderful erogenous zones that exist all over our bodies. If you're wanting to learn more about the erogenous zones, I will, uh, in my book, Becoming a Better Lover, um, there'll be uh, details of where all those erogenous zones are. If you're listening and you want to learn more, then you can uh, go to my, uh, my blog at succulentliving.com and there's a whole article on the erogenous zones and how to wake them up and where they are and what they are. Okay. All right. So this is why we want to do our mapping. Now, body language. What is body language? Well, if you've already listened to the other chapters, which if you haven't, I highly recommend, um, especially the one about communication where we dive really deep into what body language is. Body language is, just a, as a recap, body language is the nonverbal way in which we communicate. And so there's a different pieces to that. There's sound, there's body movement, there is breathing that happens with the body language. These are cues that you can be reading from your lover. Um, and then there's just this energy feeling that's nonverbal that's going on in the in the sense in the sensations that you may not be aware of. But we all kind of, when we're with somebody, we either feel good or we feel bad. This is that energy field that I'm talking about. I won't get into too much woo here, okay? But so when you're touching your lover's body and you're mapping, and I'll talk about how we're going to do that in a second, you're, you're engaged, as you're engaging all of the body, you're being, you're, this is that data collecting. You're like, what's my lover's breathing doing? What sounds are they making? Are they arching their back? Are they leaning their hips into my touch? Are they pulling away and trying to escape are they what are they doing what is their body doing are they doing nothing are they making no sounds no movement no rapid breathing no heavy breathing like what's happening there so the lack of engagement with the body is usually a good indicator that they're not enjoying what's happening and they're not it's not or they may not it's not that they're not enjoying it but it's not is incredibly arousing and stimulating in that moment and the more and this this thing is, is that each person's body is different and that spot that you touched yesterday that got a woo a huge arousal response uh, may get nothing today because the spot has moved and this is why we're mapping out the body this is the importance of mapping out the body now before you start into uh, the mapping Remember that conversation that I talked to you about again in the chapters before. Go watch, listen, or read. Um, I talk about the just before sex conversation. 
So just before you do mapping, you should have hopefully had the just before conversation, just before sex, which is what kind of sex do you want? What are you in the mood for? Are you in the rough, soft, get in, get out, don't mess my hairdo, exploration sex? What kind of sex are you into? Do you want to have intercourse? Do you just want to have oral? Like what, what kind of sex do you want? So hopefully you've had that conversation. So when you go into the mapping, you'll know what kind, where you, where, how you're going to engage with it. If it's a sensual experience that your lover is wanting, then you know you can do very sensual touch. If it's like raw and rough and dirty, then you know you want to get more, there's going to be more aggression in your touch. It's not so light and tickly. It'll be more firm and aggressive right so this is this will help you understand where you're instead of just starting to figure out what it is that they want you'll be able to have a starting point of knowing where do you start in the mapping process so it's important to have that conversation all right you ready <laughs> how do we do this mapping thing <laughs> Sorry, I find myself entertaining. Um, all right, mapping. So you've had the conversation, hopefully, so you know, like, do you go soft and sensual? Are you doing a mini mapping? Are you doing a full body mapping? So let's assume you're doing a full body mapping. And, and it's going to be an exploratory, you have time, um, there's no rush, um, you're not on a time restraint. So you're going to start at... You know, you can start at the feet and move your way up to the genitals. You can start from the head, move your way down to the genitals. You can, um, you know, start with the person on their stomach and do their whole back. Um, and you want to use different sensations and different textures. So you can use your fingers, your nipples, your hair. If you have a penis, you can use your penis um, to, to awaken the, all the skin. So you might start soft and then go to more scratchy, to more uh, firm sensations. Um, you know, so that's the idea is that you're, and then you're basically touching different parts of the body with different pressures, different strokes, different textures, and you're seeing what the body's responses are. The sponses that are arousing, you know that those are the good spots. Those are the spots that are fully awake. Um, while you're going through the process, while you're going through the process, it can help awaken the things that may have been sleeping in that moment. Okay, so allow yourself the time to receive. Now, the person who's receiving this mapping experience, please give your feedback to your uh, lover. Because there's nothing worse than your lover trying to figure out, again, I've said this before, I'm going to say this again, mind reading is not fucking sexy, all right? I, if I'm taking the time to learn about my lover's body, I don't want to have to be guessing, guessing, constantly guessing, guessing, guessing. I want feedback. Feedback is sexy. Verbal feedback, nonverbal feedback, body language, moans, writhing movement the more feedback the sexier it is as well as it gives the per you you who are the person who's giving the feedback the more you drop into that pleasure and you surrender to that pleasure which will allow your body to receive more pleasure 
So allowing yourself to drop into that is really important. The more feedback you give, the more pleasure and arousal you're going to experience, as well as your partner is going to gain all sorts of knowledge to give you more pleasure. If you don't give them any feedback, how can they give you more pleasure? Okay, so please, please, please give the feedback. Feedback sexy, mind reading is not. <laughs> all right. Now, the person who's mapping out, pay the fuck attention. <laughs> if your partner's giving you feedback, and we've talked about this before, your partner's giving you feedback, listen, pay attention. Don't be like, ah, oh, I feel like doing it like this. It doesn't fucking matter what you feel like in that moment. It's about giving your lover pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Okay? You'll have your turn where it's all about you. Right? In this moment, it's about giving. And the more you give, the more pleasure you can gain from that giving. All right. Now let's talk about the teasing. The more you tease more arousal and pleasure possibilities exist. Not to mention, it's kind of fun. <laughs> but I'm a little mischievous that way. So I personally think it's really hot and horny. It makes me super horny when my lovers beg for it. <laughs> but even without the begging, you, you don't want to go to the genitals. Think about it this way. Until the genitals start to follow your hand, follow your mouth, follow wherever you're going, don't touch them. I know you want to go there. I know it's like that seems to be like the money spot, the, the major spot, the, 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 the end goal. Like I, I know that we're all kind of trained to do that. But I'm telling you, if you want to be this epic lover that I'm talking about, the one that they write poems and songs and stories about, <laughs> tease, tease, tease. The more you tease them, the more arousal will build. The problem is, is that our bodies crave anticipation. And so when I talk about teasing, here's what I'm talking about. All right. So you have your hand and you take your hand and you're dragging your hand up the leg into the inner thigh and the body is anticipating, the brain's anticipating, oh, you're going to touch it, 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 oh, I can't wait for you to touch it. And this is what the, this is what the genitals are going, yeah, it's going to get touched. And what happens is that you just gently don't touch it. Just oh, go over the genitals to the other leg and go down the other leg. The brain's like, what the fuck? <laughs> the genitals are like, what the fuck? But in that what the fuck moment, what's happening is, is the arousal is peaked. Like it's gone up the next, it's gone up, right? So now the anticipation has grown. Even talking about it, I'm starting to get all like aroused and turned on. I don't know if you can pay attention to my voice is changing. I can hear my voice changing. And my breath is starting to get more rapid because I'm just talking about the teasing process and my body's like, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so this is how powerful this teasing process is. Okay. 
All right. So now you're coming, you're, you're, you know, you're coming from above and you're touching and you might be either your hands or, you know, texture or your hair or your mouth. And so let's go with your mouth because this is a really good one too. This is a really good teasing move. move. So you're teasing and you're, and you're licking and you're kissing and you're kind of have hot air in your mouth. And when I say hot, it's like there's a difference between you where you blow out the, the air, which creates a cold air, versus a hot, which is more of a And for the blowing of cold air, it's more of a So one's a where you put your lips together, and the other is where you open your mouth and you just go on it, okay? So what you do is you go in, and the, the genitals are like, yeah, it's, the mouth's coming. Oh, I'm going to get licked. I'm going to get sucked. It's going to go in the mouth. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. So the genitals are like, they're anticipating. They're excited. They can't wait. They can't wait. They can't wait. And then you just gently hot air over it, and you move to another part of the body. You do that enough times, two things happen. One, now the genitals, actually the hips and the genitals will start to follow your mouth, will start to follow your hand, okay? You now know that now this is a good opportunity to now go to the genitals. And you won't have to do so much work to help your partner, bring your partner up to a place of uh, orgasmic release because you've done all the pre-work in the foreplay, which is in the mapping. So the foreplay becomes the mapping process. And um, by the time you're done and you like know what's going on in the body, you're now, and you've done all this teasing and you're ready to please, you don't have to do much work because the body's so excited and the mind's so excited and everything's anticipated, anticipated, right? So the hips start to follow. That's a good indicator that it's time to go there. Now, depending on how vocal your lover is, they might swear at you. They might call you names. <laughs> they don't mean any of it, by the way. <laughs> it's part of the game. Just think of it as part of the game. Don't internalize it. It's just part of the game. Laugh at them. <laughs> And if you want to be mean or you want to be playful or however you want to pull it, put it, um, you can say, what is it? Was, do you want something? Is there something that you wanted? You can add that to the, the play, right, where your, your partner now has to ask for it, which is very exciting, right? That creates a whole bunch of other stuff that goes along with that in arousal. So this is why it's definitely 100% worth mapping. Now, okay, so now you're like, okay, I'm ready to please. I'm ready to drop into the pleasing. This doesn't mean you stop paying attention, okay? This is where you now continue to pay attention with how much pressure you're doing, uh, what speed you're using, depending on if you're having oral sex, even if you're having intercourse or you're having penetrative sex of any kind, um, you know, finger penetration, all of these things, you need to still be, again, paying attention. What if I do it this way? What if I do it that way? What happens if I do it this way? What happens if I do it that way? The part, your partner at this point should be pretty, hopefully giving you lots of feedback and being quite vocal about the things that they're really wanting and they're desiring in that moment. Okay. Now, 
One thing that I really need to say, because this often happens, is that typically in most sexual relationships, not all, but quite often, many of them, there is an instigator, a sexual instigator, and there's one that goes along with the process. And there's an ebb and flow in which that exists. The problem is, is that the instigator that's always the instigator never gets to be on the receiving end of what it's like to fully get their needs met and that they get to be all about them. And the person who is always on the receiving end of stuff, they never get to learn what it's like and the sexual gratification and the pleasure of giving, of the, the gift of giving pleasure to your partner. So this is why I always lovingly invite people to change it up and make sure that everybody has a turn when it comes to the foreplay and the mapping, both giving and receiving. This is a really important piece of making sure that you are, first of all, a really kick-ass lover, but also having epic, orgasmic, earth-shattering sexual experiences. Okay? So if you, if that's not the case, then what you're going to need, if that's not naturally, if you're not naturally give and take um, in that dynamic, whether that's a new dynamic or an ongoing dynamic, then you're going to have to consciously make the decision to do so. So I would put that in the before sex of talking about mapping each other's bodies. And I would like a turn today. Can you map me out today and I'll receive? Or can we do uh, an exchange where I map you out and then you map me out before we get into like, then we, then before we get into like, you know, really getting into the pleasing component, but just the, the exploring and the awakening space. Okay. So you can either one person gets to be that the way it is, or you negotiate so that you both get to have that space, unless that's naturally what you do. Okay. Very important. All right. I think that's it. That's it. That's all. That's all I got to share with you about mapping out your lover's body and the importance of it. Um, so if you're like, Gaia, that was really interesting and intriguing, but there's no way I can communicate or that, that I could even do that, or I don't know how to do that, or you're freaking out about anything that I said, um, please come hang out with me for some one-on-one -on -one coaching. <laughs> so that we can clear that out so that you can be out there having epic sex. You can reach me at succulentliving.com um, as well as I have all sorts of juicy courses. So you want to come check that out at succulentliving.com and um, on how to improve all aspects of your life, your sex life, your wellness, your uh, wealth, your all sorts of areas of life. And you can find me under uh, Gaia Morissette in all of your social medias. Have a fantastic day, and I hope it's filled with new pleasure possibilities that you didn't know even existed. Bye-bye. Thank you for the love.